0: I'm <laughs> Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 8 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Greater Is Coming, and I'm going to keep telling it to you. Why? Because that's what heaven is saying. Greater is coming for you. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. And as you walk out those plans, as you become the man, the woman that God has called you to be, as you, as you discover the plans that God made for you, and you discover that they are good plans, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a future and a hope, then you realize that greater is coming for you. And you live every day with great expectation. You get up in the morning and you have a spring in your step. You have a song in your heart. You have a smile on your face. You, you are living with an expectation of manifestation say amen to that. All right. So greater is coming. This is part 42 of the series. And the title of today's message is encouragement for your faith. Sometimes you need encouragement for your faith. Let's talk about it. So I'm covering 1 Samuel chapter 23 verses 15 through 18. Yesterday, we saw how David had in one chapter grew by 50%, right? So he had 400 men in one chapter, boom. The next chapter, he had 600 men. David and his 600 men were in the countryside. They were sleeping in the woods. They were roaming around. They were hiding from Saul. And God saw to it that Saul could not find them. Even when Saul would send out scouts, it was like God was blinding their eyes. And so the text says that one day uh, near Horesh, David received word that Saul was on his way to Ziph searching for him, wanting to kill him. And the Bible says that Jonathan found out where David was and Jonathan went to David. And the Bible says, Jonathan went to find David to encourage him to stay strong in his faith in God. Jonathan came to David to encourage him to do what? To stay strong in his faith in God. We're going to talk about that. And then when he visited David, now he was doing this at great personal risk. He was, he was visiting David. If his dad found out that he went to go visit David to encourage David, his dad would kill him, but he did it anyway. He went to encourage his friend, even if it cost him everything. Now, one thing that I don't know is I don't know how it happened, but somehow Jonathan knew what the Lord had already prophesied over David. Now, let me, let me be clear about what I'm about to say, because what I'm about to say is, is crazy. It's, 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 it's the grace of God. I mean, this has to be God. So Jonathan was born as a prince. He was born as an heir to the throne. He was born knowing he was groomed He all his life. He was being prepared to know that, hey, one day you're going to be the king. And then some way, somehow the Lord reveals to Jonathan what he had already prophesied over David. And that was David's going to be the king. David is going to be your father's successor, not you. And somehow Jonathan was okay with it. I mean, that has to be God. It has to be God to where Jonathan would even encourage David. So this is what Jonathan said. I'm going to tell you what Jonathan said when he found David. He says to David, now this has to be God. He says, man, let me tell you something. Don't be afraid. My father's never going to find you and you are going to be the king of Israel. And I'm going to be right next there. I'll, I'll be right there supporting you as the king. And my father knows this. So that's why he's mad with me. That's why he's upset with me. Now, that sounds like a cool statement, but back off for a moment. The guy that was destined to be the king is saying to the guy that's going to be his replacement, man, you're going to be the king. I'm okay with it. I'm here to support you. No matter what, I'm here to build you up. And it was also a word of confirmation, right? So I'm going to unpack this as we go. Now, the Bible doesn't say what David's mental state was, psychological state was at the time. But I'm telling you, we all need encouragement from time to time. And so uh, it's safe to say that David was encouraged when Jonathan said what he said. It is safe to say that David got built up and edified. David received a word from encourage, uh, of encouragement from his friend. And then the two, they kind of renewed their vows, their, their commitment went to another. This wasn't just a, a, a friendship. This was a divine covenant between two men. And the Bible says that they renewed their covenant and David stayed there in Horesh. So what does this mean for you today? Like, I, 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 there's a lot I want to say. Uh, uh, so I'm going to see whatever the Holy Spirit, however the Holy Spirit allows me to say. It. So I have five things to share with you in this morning. And as I'm about to share these, I want you to rid yourself of every distraction. Like I said, share this message, lock in five things. Number one, here we go. God will provide you people of like precious faith. You got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. That's what Peter calls it. When you surround yourself with the right people, you are going to hear the right things, people that are going to build you up and not tear you down. When you're connected to the people who believe God like you believe God, then they will encourage you to remain in faith no matter how long it takes. And that's what David needed. David needed that type of encouragement. We all need that type of encouragement. But let me tell you, if you surround yourself with the wrong people, people that don't believe God, if you surround yourself with the wrong people, people who have no faith, then they will encourage you to give up. They will encourage they will be like, "Girl, man, forget it." I will, how many times this is they'll be like, mm, I, I wouldn't say in that marriage. You don't need to do that." Or I wouldn't I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. If I was you, I These are dream killers. These are not these are not encouragers, divine encouragers. These are people that will kill your dreams and not foster your dreams. You need people that believe God that's around you. That'd be like, what? You believe in God for what? No, you should believe bigger. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people that are going to build you up and not tear you down. When you have the right people around you, they will encourage you, even if it costs them something. Jonathan was coming to encourage his friend, even if it meant that his friend was going to take the throne that he was being groomed for all his life. That is God. That's what it looks like when you have the right people around you. When you have the right people around you, you're going to hear the right things. You're going to get built up. You're going to get edified and you will continue to believe God. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, you must remind yourself to keep your faith in God. Say, I have faith in God. Your faith has to be in God. No one else, right? And so, so Jonathan tells David, the first thing he said was, hey man, I'm here to tell you, stay strong in your faith in God. Your faith has to be in God, man. I'm telling you, dude, keep your faith in God. Now he was saying, don't put your faith in people because people will let you down. Don't even have faith in you. Like, listen, because you will let yourself down. Keep your faith in God, and that and that that type of reminder. We need that from time to time to look up and not down, to look forward and not backward. That the same God. Sometimes you got to remind yourself that God started this thing, and if He started it, He will finish it. Like, like your faith has to be in God. Paul said in Philippians 1 and 6, be confident of this very thing, that he, God, who has begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You got to remind yourself that God is not just the author, but he's the finisher of your faith. And so if he started it, he will finish it. If he said it, he will perform it. If he decreed it, he will make it good. And so your confidence has to be in God. Have faith in God. Number three, God has a way of sending you, sending people to you to encourage you right when you need it. Now, the Bible doesn't say how how frustrated David was. The Bible doesn't say that he really needed the encouragement, but I I'm sure that he did because Jonathan showed up. See, the Father knows. The Father knows when you need a smile, when you need a hug, when you need a, a kind word, when you, when you need you need a shoulder to cry on, whatever you need. He will send people to you to provide you what you need when you need it. God did this for David. God has done this for me many times, and God will do it for you. It's kind of like what happened when David walked out of the cave, remember? And, and, and when I shared that with you, I was almost crying myself. I mean, I know what it's like to be in that moment when you need it the most. He walked out of that cave and boom, he saw his brother's. His brothers who had turned on him had come all the way across the salt sea to see about him. I'm saying God knows how to send people to you right when you need it. Now today, under coronavirus quarantine, maybe as a phone call, right when you need it, you look at your phone and look at the call ID. And before you even answer it, you start smiling. You're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And you answer the phone and you know that you're going to get a word of encouragement. You know that you're going to get built up and edified. You know that your faith is going to be encouraged and God loves you enough to send people to you. Even if it's a phone call, a text message, or email, God will send you what you need when you need it. Say amen to that. All right, number four, don't underestimate the power of a word of confirmation. Oh man, when when I was contemplating this point, it really blessed me because look, I know what it's like. I'm talking about believing God for the long haul, right? Believing God for the long haul. While you're believing God for a long time, sometimes you're going to need words of confirmation. Sometimes you're going to need it. Let me explain. David was believing God to make him the next king of Israel. Now, to be clear, this was not something that David came up with in his heart. This was not a selfish desire. David didn't even want it. The, the prophet shows up at his house and like, boom, I'm anointing you to be the next king of Israel. So this was not something that he came up with. This was something that God came up with. Now, David had to believe it. He believed it. David had to receive it. He received it. And then David had to wait. He was waiting. But while you're waiting, remember this series is about faith and patience. While you're waiting, man, the devil's going to be busy. While you're waiting on God, and sometimes stuff, it takes weeks or months or years or decades And while you're waiting on God, the devil will come. Like, I'm going to use David as an example. I'm sure this happened. Now, it's not in the Bible. I'm using my imagination, but I'm sure this happened. I'm sure David had these thoughts from the devil. The devil will insert these thoughts in your mind. Like, here's a thought. Hey, David, did the prophet really hear from God? Maybe Samuel was wrong when he showed up at your house. Maybe you're not going to be the king of Israel at all. Or here's another thought. Hey, David, actually, you were supposed to be the king, but now you messed up. Remember when the king tried to give you his first daughter and you said no? Yeah, see, now you married the wrong daughter. And since you married the wrong daughter, or you did this wrong, or you did that wrong, or you did this wrong, or you did. Well, anyway, you've disqualified yourself from the assignment. Now, remember. How can we disqualify ourselves from something we never qualified for in the first place? God predestined us from the foundations of the world. But that's what the devil would do. The devil's going to just try to give you these little thoughts of doubt and fear and unbelief and say, psh, you're never going to be the king. Psh, it's not going to happen. Psh, Saul is never going to let that happen. And for you to believe God for the long haul, for you to endure and to continue to believe, one of the greatest things that God can do for you, I, I can tell you, one of the greatest things that God has done for me. Is give me a word of confirmation. When God sends somebody to you to confirm what he said, and this is somebody that has no way of knowing because you haven't told them about it, you haven't said it out loud, and you hear them say something out loud that you've never told nobody, or this is between you and God, and God just sends you a word of confirmation like that. Oh my God, that is so good. That is so encouraging. So here you have Jonathan. Jonathan shows up. Now, we don't have any biblical evidence that David ever told Jonathan, man, this is what happened. What had happened was this prophet came to my house and anointed me to be the next king of Israel. And so I'm supposed to replace your daddy. And I'm sorry that you was going to take the throne, but now God picked me. That would be a weird conversation. And there's no Bible evidence that that happened. But somehow God spoke to Jonathan and for Jonathan to show up and say, Hey, David, come here, man. Don't worry about it. I got you. Don't be afraid. My father's never going to find you. Matter of fact, you are going to be the next king of Israel. For him to say that out loud, for David to hear that out loud coming from his friend, even though it's going to cost his friend everything. His friend was supposed to be the king. He was like, it don't even matter. You're, You're the one that's called to be the king. You're going to be the king, and I'm going to be standing right there to support you. Do you know how encouraging that is? That type of confirmation that's coming from somebody else external, when God gives you an external witness, somebody that doesn't know you has no way, I mean, I can't, has no way of, listen, I can't tell you how many times I get it over a text, even over Facebook messenger or a phone call. Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Listen, I know I don't know you that well, Rick, but the Lord woke me up this morning to say, this is what God said about you. And they have no way of knowing. That what they're saying to me is exactly what I needed to hear. Oh my God, that is so good. When God does that, it's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Because at that point, I was I was losing it. Like at that point, I was like, my God, this is is this ever going to happen? And then you get that word of confirmation. Oh man, this is this is how you keep going. This is faith and patience. This is how you can keep going no matter how long it takes. Thank God for a word of confirmation. You got it. All right, number five, and finally, as I close, last point is divine relationships are important. At the end of the day, you are not a lone ranger and you're not supposed to be running this race by yourself. So David had Jonathan, Moses had Aaron, Tim, Timothy had Paul, Paul had Barnabas, and I could keep going. Elijah had Elisha, etc. At the end of the day, God is going to connect you with people of like precious faith. And these people will help you run your race. Now, their race is not your race. Your race is not their race. You guys are different. You should be able to celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. And you're there to build each other up and not tear each other down. There to be an encouragement one to another. So as I close, get connected. This is something we've been saying at at our church, get connected and stay connected, especially right now during COVID-19, where people are somewhat disconnected. Make sure that you're connected to somebody and that you're there to build them up, and they're there to build you up. Say amen to that. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, this was good. I'm telling you, not because I taught it. I'm telling you, this is what God gave me. This was good. Like, I needed to hear this myself. This, this is an encouragement for your faith. I I, I trusted this blessed you. This may be a message you need to watch again. Let's, let's close out by saying this. Say this. Say, Father, I live by faith. My faith is rooted and grounded in your grace. I know you freely give me all things richly to enjoy and everything I will ever need to accomplish my divine purpose is already stored up for me. So by faith, I access your grace and I receive your best every day. And father, while my faith is in you and not in man, I do thank you for the divine relationships that you have given me. You send people to me to encourage me at just the right time. You know how to provide a kind word, a smile, a hug, a warm shoulder, a listening ear. You even give me a word of confirmation when I need it. You surround me with the people I need to fulfill my purpose, and they encourage me to keep going. They inspire me to dream on your level, and they will never kill your dreams. With you inside of me and my faith-filled friends around me, I can boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free listen, Go into this day encouraged. I was encouraging you this morning. God encouraged me this morning. We need one another. Get connected. Stay connected. Build each other up. Don't tear each other down. Allow no corrupt communication to proceed from out of your mouth, but only that which is good to the use of edifying that we may minister grace one to another. Listen, leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then please share this message. This is a message people need to hear so they could be encouraged. Share this message with your friends on your social media, on your timeline, and then head into this day encouraged. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.